When I was growing up, I figured I had grown up basically in an average Catholic family. We went to Mass on Sundays. When we were growing up, we were required to sign up for one ministry in the parish to help out. When we were younger, we prayed night prayer together as a family, but as we get older, nobody was ever all at home at the same time, so that kind of fell away. But being the oldest of four kids, I'm a priest. My other siblings struggle with their practice of faith, and so my dad, on more than one occasion, has asked me, what did we do different with you? And I always answer him, nothing. They didn't do anything different. But what was different for me was that by God's grace, I found Christian community. First, in grade eight, I had an unexpected radical shift in friendships. And the new friends that I gained in grade eight were all part of a group called Young Life, which was this non-denominational group for junior high and high school kids to get together once a week in a pretty laid back atmosphere to just share the faith and pray a little bit together and enjoy each other's company. And so I stuck with that all through the rest of junior high and into high school. And then from there, when I get to university, then I was invited to help with the youth group at my parish, running life team. And the Christian community I found there with those that I was called to serve, the high school youth of my parish, they challenged me just by their presence and their faith of, wow, they have a deeper faith than I did when I was in high school. And wow, some of them have a deeper faith than I do right now. Maybe I should do something about that. And then there was young adult groups in the city in Edmonton. And so I was able to slowly get to know some of them and to pray with them. And then eventually the seminary. That was the difference for me. Today, we hear about the wedding banquet, where those that are invited don't come. If you think of a wedding banquet, who would be invited? It would be all people that had a relationship with the king. So these weren't just strangers that were rejecting coming. It was those that knew the king. And they turned away from that community. Some made light of the invitation. Some went to their farm. Some went to their business. And others were just immoral. But if we ask ourselves, what communities do we belong to? Because we have a natural inclination to belong to a community. So for you, which communities or community do you belong to? Thinking that a community is a principle of unity that goes beyond an individual and is defined by a shared purpose. So where are you part of something that allows you to be live for something bigger than yourself because you all in that community have a shared purpose. The hope is that that starts with family. Unfortunately, that's not true for everyone. But our family is our first community. Then from there, what communities are you involved in? Is Maybe work is a community, or maybe it's just a job. Maybe you have a cultural community surrounding the shared culture that you have. Maybe it's a hobby, maybe it's sports. What about the church? Is the church one of our communities where we together live for something bigger than ourselves because we have a shared purpose? Because from the very beginnings of the church, this is the mark of Christians, is a community of faith, a community of disciples. That when they were baptized, 
they formed communities together, that they sold what they had to come and share everything in common so that they could share in fellowship and in the breaking of the bread and be devoted to prayer and the teaching of the apostles. This was the mark of the first Christians. Our Christian community is important to our faith. Some of you will kind of lament to me or question why your children aren't coming to Mass, or grandchildren are no longer coming to Mass. There's multiple reasons, but I think one of the reasons is they didn't or don't have Christian community. Some of you grew up in Christian communities, and you don't know how blessed you are that that was just there for you to nurture your faith as you grew up. Christian communities don't really exist anymore. You have to be intentional about them. You have to seek them out, and you have to contribute to forming that Christian community. And so if we don't do that, there's no community around us to support the personal faith that we have. And that becomes a huge struggle in living out the faith. Sorry, I can't really look at you over there because the sun is right in my eyes when I look in that direction. But I am talking to you too. That Christian community is what helps nurture and strengthen our faith. It's not just an add-on. It's not just the fact that we all need to come to Mass and so we come here. It's actually integral to coming to grow in the faith is how we live that together. Here are some of the things that in reflecting on that Christian community through the years gave me that I wouldn't have had if I didn't have that Christian community around me. The first is personal prayer. My family taught me how to pray, but I didn't know how to pray personally with Jesus. I learned that in the communities that I was involved in. I learned kind of purpose and intentionality in my faith because I grew up as a cradle Catholic, so it was just always there. But how do you make choices in your life to actually be a Christian in the world? I learned that in the communities that I was involved in. I had support during times of confusion, particularly as a young adult, where you're really starting to question what you believe and why you believe it. I had support and people to answer my questions and to discuss with me and talk me through the concerns that I had and doubts that I had. That for me was really a self-discovery of what it meant to be a Christian man. Because when you live in community with others that are like-minded, they reflect back to you what your weaknesses are and what your strengths are. And you come to know yourself as who God is calling you to be through the help of others. And I grew a much more balanced understanding of who God was through being able to talk with others about what I thought of God and what I thought of the faith. It leveled some of the extreme ideas that I had in my youth. And quite frankly, one of the reasons that I strongly desired to be a diocesan priest was because I had found this gift and I knew many in the place where I lived did not have it. And if I could contribute to allowing others to discover the faith within a Christian community, I wanted to be a part of that. Because individualism that we know is prevalent in our culture, it's also in the church. We, generally speaking, live a fairly individualistic Christian life. But we're not intended to. It's not the way that we're 
supposed to live the Christian life. Disciples of Jesus are always intended to gather together around a leader, a shepherd, to grow in faithfulness to Jesus. And so this is part of the reason that we've made some initiatives in the parish to form Christian community from Mary's Lambs for our youngest kids, for Catholic Kids Club that started this year, to having a youth room where our teenagers can be together away from grown-ups when they're at church, having coffee after mass on Sundays. These are all ways that we're trying to form an opportunity to have Christian community because mass is not the primary place where we form community. It's where we have the summit of our community of faith. And frankly, it's one of the main instigators of why on our feast day in our parish, we're having one mass so that we can come together as one Christian community in Camrose to celebrate that shared faith, that shared purpose that we have. And to remember that we're doing this faith thing together, not independently and individually. That we are a community of disciples striving to grow in faith, and we are here not just for our own salvation, but to help each other on the path to salvation. Because the thing with community, just like the king in the parable, you can't make community happen. You can't say, you have to be part of a community. You can only invite. Just like the king invited, and some came, some didn't. You can offer the opportunity to have community, but in, we individually have to choose to seek it out. And community is not easy. It's awkward, and there's annoying people, and there's conflict. But that's the point, is that what ties us together is our shared faith, not our shared opinions, because it's something bigger than myself. And the differences that we share fill in what I'm lacking individually. We really do have a great community here. I've been other places. We've got a great Christian community, but we also have the potential for much more. I can see lots of areas where we could form communities based on different requirements and needs in the parish. We have lots of widows. Widowhood is not easy. How can widows come together and support each other? We have teachers teaching in the Catholic schools and in the public schools, but teaching is becoming harder and harder. We have healthcare workers that are being threatened by all of the changing practices in healthcare that are not Christian in nature? How do they form community when within their workplace they can't find that support in community? And on and on. There are so many places where we can grow in that support and shared faith. So I invite you and challenge you, is our parish part of your community? Is it one of your communities? Is it your primary community? Because in order to make your Christian community a major part of your life, it's probably going to require you to sacrifice other communities. It's probably going to require you to say, I can't be there all the time or at all because I need to be here. Because my faith cannot grow without my faith community. I love being your pastor. I love being part of this faith community. 
And I would love to walk with you as a community and know more of you than I already do so that we can do this faith thing together. Because there is so much more to discover and to know and to love about our Christian faith when we're not doing it alone, but when we're doing it together as disciples of Jesus.